This podcast is brought to you by Aventino Watches, aventinowatches.com. We not only tell time, but Aventino is a story that defines time and changes the way time is used. With their cost-effective timepieces, you can show up looking like you run an empire without emptying your bank account. They design every Aventino product and partner with the world's leading manufacturers. They only use high-quality standards and as high-end brands to make only the best and more fashionable products. Their main focus is to deliver the most affordable price to you. Unlike other high-end brands in the market, they cut out the middlemen and retail shores to ensure this is possible. Since they are born online, we, they sell directly to you with their secure worldwide shipping wherever you are. Their customers' happiness and satisfaction means a lot for them, and every order comes with a money-back guarantee and warranty. Use our promo code FWACATA15, F-W-A-C-A-T-A-1-5, and get 15% off on your first order and help support the podcast. Check the link in the description, aventinowatches.com. Look good, folks. This little, these are nice watches. Look good. You can be dumb, but look good. Don't you know? Look smart. Not dumb. Do it. So this is gonna be an odd episode because I didn't post last week because between Fourth of July doing a mural and doing some other work I had going on I never got around to finishing up what I wanted to put up put up uh so yeah (laughs) right now I'm doing another driving uh podcast because I am stuck in traffic why Cuba Libre that's why uh Cuba's going through a lot of stuff and I'm going to be covering it a little bit here try to condition you and understand that so it's kismet that at the other side of it, I will be talking about 4th of July. So I think, you know, we're talking about freedom and talking about Cuba's freedom. We're talking about freedom. So that's what we're going to talk about. And what the fuck is freedom truly for any of us and for all of us? And uh, probably some other stuff on the outro. <laughs> so enjoy the podcast. Long one, a lot, lot of long winded shit. Let's have fun. So, I don't know about the rest of you out there, but I feel like unless you're under a rock, you know that some shit went down, and right now people in Cuba are fed the fuck up. Cuba Libre is the chant. Patria y Vida is another chant, which I find incredibly well put. Because the classic thing, if you don't know what it is, it's for the Communist Party to always say "Patria o Muerte," which means the 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 nation or death, the pride of the nation or death, patriotism or death. And this new saying is "Patriotism and life," and I can get behind that. I can really get behind that, and it gives me a lot of hope right now. See. I'm half Cuban, half Mexican. My dad's Cuban. My dad came in the 60s. Like, yeah, 60s from Cuba. And uh, made his life here. 
you know they they pretty much gave him like 50 bucks and a coat and a kick in the ass and said go make your own life and my dad did and my dad was very patriotic very much loved his uh his country and right now i'm on the road and i am by getting near calle ocho so there's now a lot of patriots right now a lot of people out there with their flags out getting the word out um you know trying for what's going on so for me cuba's always been a myth mythology for me almost something that i was always talked about and told the times my dad had in cuba the times my dad had um growing up there the family i had the difference in life that it was there how prosperous it was how good it was how all these things and so it was a it was huge and i knew about mexico because my my mom my dad would send me to mexico sometimes i would go see my grandparents and we'd go visit and everything else and i spent time in mexico so for me i knew what mexico was i I spent time there i spent long summers there and everything else and played and had friends and have a crap ton of family and that was one beautiful thing to have you know that idea behind it and then the other side was to be here and the only thing i had was i lived in hialeah which is practically like being in fucking cuba i mean you know it's you know i i remember years ago um at isotope comics i met brian k vaughn and he was uh doing a uh, thing to promote uh, Ex Machina and, and thinking voter registration Get a free copy signed by him If he did that And I saw him and we talked and everything else And I guess I was kind of fucking I got kind of drunk And afterwards we talked and everything else But he kept asking me about Cuba Because I told him I was from Cuba And I had that and told him I was like dude I'm not from Cuba Fucking from Hialeah man You know like That has nothing to do with one thing with another Um But yeah that, So now it's really about um, that mythology to me and understanding it. My dad passed away in 2001. So when that happened, any real emphasis for me to visit the island and see things, because I was curious, kind of went away. Because in the end, the person I really wanted to talk to about it and say, hey, dad, look, I went and I saw this you know, is gone, my dad's not here, so, because of it, I kind of went, well, all right, well, not for me, you know, just because I heard what was happening, everything happened, the oppression, and all the bullshit that's happening, and this isn't new, this is not new, this oppression, this is not new, this has just gotten worse, that's all it is, and now, with the advent of COVID, and the advent of this new government that took over after the Castros, they are just shitting on the people, and then people got fed up and they took to the streets. And that's what gave me hope. Because everywhere from Mantanzas to Oriente to Havana to all these places, people are in the streets and they're they're chanting, they're they're protesting like they should be protesting. And it gives me great hope and wells me with pride to see that. And that even now I'm I'm in traffic right now trying to get through because I gotta go pick up comic books. And this is just a huge yeah, I'm beeping along with everybody. Ah, look at that! And I think it's a great. <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. Okay, 
I'm about to cry here for a little bit. I just saw the cute little girl with her Cuban flag. And so, yeah. So, see, that's... Um, sorry, I got choked up. I'm very prideful of that. Of my people and where I'm from. Because my dad's people. And we're crazy, man. Cubans are crazy people. And we're we're awesome in our own way. And... Um, I'm very proud of that fact. And I do truly believe that Cuba needs for me for Cubans. I don't believe in the interjection or injection of Americans into it. American Cuban Americans on top of that. I'm very wary. I never, like I said before in this podcast, I'm, I never say that I am a um, Cuban or a Cuban American or anything like that. I never had the balls to say shit like that or even say... I'm a Mexican because I've never gone through any of those. I, I was born here. I've never had to cross a border. I've never had to resettle. I've never gone through this shit. Yet, anyway. I mean, God knows how things are going. So because of that, it's one of the things that um, that I try to educate people on. Because they don't know. And something that we, we pass through and we go through. And what's happened now in Cuba and everything else is just... It brings me to feelings that are just immense and clash which is hope and fear and I say hope because I've never seen in all my time this amount of real massive protesting on the part of the Cuban people and and this what could be right now the linchpin of knocking down that fucking horrid regime but by same token that horrid regime scares me in the sense that what they will do to the Cuban people in retribution and I am very afraid of that and I feel that it's something that will do something so horrible I wouldn't put it past them you understand this is a genocidal fucking regime there has been countless people that will tell you how many people they've killed, how many people they've hurt, how many people they've gone above and beyond to fuck over. And all and, and it's not even because of some ide- real ideal. They're not a real communist government. Don't come to me and tell me this is a communist government. It's a fucking dictatorship like anything else. The fucking dictatorship and all it's done is just try to find all it can to like fuck over people. So now, going forward, I'm kind of trying to think of, like, what can happen next, you know? Will that government just step down and do something? Will they step up and help them? I don't doubt that. What are they going to do? And I don't know if they're just going to wait it out and wail on people and just cause general shit and just wait for the malaise to weaken. Or people are going to have to storm a capital. Or people are going to have to take a regime in a way that they can't do anything about. I don't know. I'm really scared about what they'll be capable of doing before letting go any of it. Because it's been 60 fucking years of this shit. 60 fucking years. And countless deaths. Countless problems. Countless soul-crushing authoritarian government. And... I don't know if they'll let go. I don't know if they let go. It's like cutting off a leg so you don't die. You know? 
And with everything that's happening in the Caribbean overall, now with the assassination of the Haitian president and uh, more eruptions of problems in uh, Puerto Rico, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, I I think the the U.S. government really needs to turn an eye on this and and look at it. Um, Biden said some words. Meh. Uh, a lot of pe- elected officials or a lot of people have come out to say something, but a lot of these uh, jerk-offs that really support the regime are all for this shit. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's an odd, odd, odd time. But like I said, I'm hopeful. I see the protests here, the protests in Jersey, the protests in a lot of places. You know, people are in the street. There's something in the air. You know, there's something in the air. And we're all pushing forward. So, I want to see what happens. I really do. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, uh, to say I'm interested is the least of it. But let's see, man. I hopefully, you know, in a couple of months I can do a podcast of the fall of the Cuban government. Wouldn't that be nice? We can just wait and see. But until then, try to find any local groups. There's not any NGOs going into Cuba right now. But there are a lot of local groups that are trying to pump out stuff. I'm going to see if I get some links in the page. Um, but go read up on Cuba. Read up on what's going on. Be a, Pay attention and, and, and look at it. You, you And you will see the amazing history that's going on there. And uh, the history of, of a people that... We always danced, no matter what. We always danced. But now, we gotta march. Alright, so recording this over the weekend and all that other crap. So technically, well, it is 4th of July. So happy 4th of July. Even though it's probably Wednesday and you're already over it. You're probably at work. It's all big foreign memory of burgers and barbecue. And you're just sitting there going, wow, what the fuck? Why are you reminding me, Juan? But I'm here now in the past. And I wanted to do something at this moment and do this podcast Oh man, so this the one of the things that gets me is that you know I was posting some stuff there, and um, again I think one of the things alongside um, when people are surprised that I'm I'm Christian, another thing that they're always surprised about later on, kinda. I don't know if they are or not. They're just kind of do that. Hmm. Like oh you're you're Christian, okay. Um. That I'm I'm very American. I'm very pro America. I think that for all its warts and all the problems and all the things that people keep bitching about this country is pretty fucking amazing compared to everywhere else um that i'm very pro-america i'm very i I love america i love how it is i love how it works um I, i i like her style man you know and uh, I consider myself an American before anything else. Even though I'm half Cuban, half Mexican, those are my parents' nationalities. And even they are American. They're American citizens. And I was born here. So I consider myself an American as much as anybody else. 
I don't like to be separated. I don't want to be Latinx. I don't want to be brown. I don't want to be any of I'm a fucking American. And then I happen to be everything else. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's always been my thing. Because I have noticed that when you push that idea, and I'm not going to say agenda, but that idea, that you're something else before anything else, that you're, you know, Mexican before you're this, and that you got to remember your roots, and remember, okay, this is the thing, you have to find the things that help you, the things that you remember, the things that always bring you up, it can be your culture. I'm fucking very much brought up by my culture. My culture has helped me astoundingly well. Being half Cuban, half Mexican, and Hialeah. I mean, I think Hialeah more than anything is, is more prominent about me. I'm more Hialeah than anything else. And being and, and that being a Cuban-heavy um, Latin city that has had all types of craziness... All types of good, all types of bad. We've had corruption and fucking drugs and, and violence and all this other shit as much as anywhere else, if not more so. And then being a Miamero and being from Miami and Miami-Dade and knowing all the ins and outs and shit. This is one of the few places that I don't really feel afraid driving anywhere, like in any hood. Like, I kind of live in the hood right now, so... And I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not. Everybody's cool as fuck. Everybody, hey, what's up? You know, everybody's cool. I, I I drove here the other day. I think I mentioned in the last podcast with a friend of mine because he helped me grab a drafting table over here into my place and uh, that I bought. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we were, you know, he brought it in and he saw that, you know, look, my neighborhood's pretty black, <laughs> you know, mostly uh, some Haitian and some, you know, just Miami people, you know, but it's pretty black. And he was already like, damn, you know, like it's one of those things instantly that he was just like, everybody notices. I'm like, and I have no fucking problems here. Everybody's cool as shit. And it's actually a good mix because there's actually some Guatemalan family in the side and there's a New York family in the front and everyone's fucking cool as shit. So, I consider myself above and beyond all that American. And one thing I've noticed that I think is just a time and time again is there is some anger, right? There is some unfairness. There is some fucked up shit. We're not going to lie. There is fucked up shit. This is, it sucks. There is corruption in this country. There are fucking assholes. Look at what happened with Surfside. They politicized that and the poor fucking building that collapsed. Those poor fucking families that got fucked up and they politicized it and made it into a thing for them to garner points and do this and do that. It's fucking sad, ridiculous, and stupid. Yes. All those things. But does that mean give up and that's it and walk away and blow the whole thing down? Or do we work on it and do something more? Like sometimes when people have talked about how the Black Lives Matter movement took on defund the police and what they're doing and everything else. Well... What the fuck were you going to say? Reform the police? That's not much of a fucking saying, right? That doesn't really bring fear to the hearts of men or cause any kind of real change. Reform the police. No, defund the police because that's where they had to hit you in your pocketbook for you to give a shit. 
you know so i understand where they're coming from but now is it about getting rid of the cops no that's fucking stupid and now it's it's happening one of the things that i've noticed is that in certain neighborhoods not so much here but in certain places like miami gardens and carroll city is that miami dade and to a certain degree power county that butts into it they're kind of ignoring the calls they're kind of not patrolling they're kind of letting shit burn over there and kind of saying well you want to defund us so now here you go so that's the kind of shit you do have to battle am i saying that saying that there's racism in this country and some fucked up shit hell yeah we there is some fucked up shit and we got to fight it and everything else now that being said to quote captain america i believe in the dream above all else and the dream and the idea that we all have a chance and we all can be equal and we can all enjoy this is something that I don't think is wrong. I think is a great fucking source and truth and what we all have to go for. But we have to become mutable and changeable in that and do what we need to do. One of the things that happened with those riots and all that crap, and I hate bringing that up when I'm trying to talk about uplifting ourselves... But everything that happened with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything else was that they showed the government to be afraid. You know where they got the most afraid in Portland and Seattle when they actually attacked government buildings. What got me is when they're in places in Minneapolis and you're burning down a CVS or you're burning down a local business. What are you fucking doing with that? All you've done is hurt yourselves and hurt around you. But when you actually went after government buildings and went after certain things and proved the fucking point. Wow, they really listened then, huh? Then they really, you know, curled their eyes. So that idea behind stuff is is something that needs to be there. There is some great stuff, things going on. Like there is PragerU. I've been following them on Instagram. They've been putting some good articles. A little heavy-handed. A little silly at times. I think they're a little bit like, hey, everything's fine. What the fuck's the problem? You know, that kind of shit. But it is that there is an alarmism on both sides. There's an alarmism on everything. There's always two extremes. It's always an extremist kind of movement in everything else. And the rest of us, you and me, are we're caught in the middle. And we decide on certain things and then make it feel, feel like if you're not this way, it's not that way. And that's just human nature. That's not being American. You know, it's like saying that, you know, all terrorists are Muslim. No, they're not. Like, you know, there's all types of terrorists and everything else. And all Muslims are terrorists. And like, no, there's not. There is seems to be a one point fucking one less than one percent of the total Islamic, you know, community that is, you know, uh, Al Qaeda or uh, ISIS or what have you. But we have to pay attention to that. Right. Those are the ones that are loudest and the most damaging. Same way as you can say, say all white people are Klansmen. No, you know. There is that one point point one percent Klansmen. Now I'm saying most white people are racist. Maybe there is a condition. Are we gonna allow to forgive them and let them change, or are we just damn them out the gate? Because if we did that, let's just turn around and say all black people steal, right? And now that doesn't sit well at all. That's fucking horrible, you know. Do black people steal? Yes, they do. Everybody fucking steals. You know, white, brown, black, you know, black, yellow, everybody fucking steals. But are we going to go and say all black people steal? Mm. But there's some people that were willing to say that. Are willing to say that right fucking now. Will clutch their purse away from a black person because they see them. See what I'm saying? So well, now our thing is, all right, that's the situation. How do we make it better, Juan? It's like, well... We first off don't pay attention to that stupid bullshit, and we don't follow it. It's 
If you ever hang out with me, I will say some racist shit sometimes, and it's a joke. I say racist jokes because I think racism is hilarious because it's not fucking true. It's bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. So that, to me, is just so fucking hilarious when somebody says some shit. It's like those um, jokes that catch you off guard that they're supposed to be racist jokes, but they're not. It's like, what do you call a black surgeon? He's like, what? A doctor, motherfucker. Why can't you just call him doctor? You know what I'm saying? It's Those kind of things always fucking make me hilarious. But also the bad, ugly, racist jokes. And Cuban and Mexican ones, too. Look, I'll throw in a Mexican one. Why do Mexicans ride, uh, 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 drive lowriders? So they can cruise and pick tomatoes at the same time. <laughs> I think this shit's fucking hilarious. It's fucking wrong? Yeah, it's fucking wrong. You know? But it's also what? Adamantly, uh, you know, showing off that, what? That Mexicans work all the fucking time? So... I think is those are the kind of things that I feel are amazing. I, I think those are the things that are hilarious and that need to be addressed and everything else. But there is a concerted effort being made to not only fuck with everybody here, but to also separate us. That's one thing I've been noticing. There's this real trying feeling to like really get us all pissed off at each other. And um, I don't like it. I see the manipulation. I always said in, in past segments, uh, the, 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 be careful of the narrative. And now it's becoming a fucking thing. I'm always like, I think I feel like I'm ahead of the curve all the time. But now it's a thing. Now people are attacking journalism and the media. If you look at everything from Breitbart and its bullshit to Fox News to CNBC to CNN. And now all those different the Veritas group that is attacking them and everything else. You see the agendas going on. And I always say, instead of watching the news, read the news. It's harder to bullshit you in writing than when it is about talking. Because they can get somebody to flim-flam you and bullshit you and fold a fucking word on top of another. Talk out of the side of their mouths instead of fucking telling you the actual goddamn truth. And so I tell you and ask you on, on 4th of July, the day of independence... Is to really analyze your truth and your your relationship with this country and your community around you. Because that was the main idea. This was not about a class. This is not about anything. It's about the idea that, yes, we are united. We are the United States. But those states are different. Those are different tactics. Those different communities. And it's the same thing for us here. Now it's about not only how you represent this country, but how you represent your block. How do you reach out and talk to people and when you have more communication and more people handling each other and coming together you're gonna see that a lot a lot more changes and the positive changes that need to happen towards the right things that we want you can just point it at any time that anytime human beings get together even as something as as innocuous as the gamestop fucking stock when they did that gamestop thing and they went in and they blew all this money and these people got together to dick these fucking stock market and everybody went fucking haywire everybody went holy shit what the fuck is going on here this is not right this is not okay everybody attacked it but it's pretty much what happens in a democracy when everybody gets together so i tell you and i ask you this you know analyze yourself analyze what you're doing analyze how you're approaching those things and see how it is And don't get mad for the sake of anger. 
I'm kind of tired of people telling me to be angry and be angry at this person and be angry at that person. And I want resolutions. I want people to come up to me with answers. I'm tired of people putting me questions. Aren't you mad? Aren't you mad? I'm like, what the fuck are we mad about? How are we fixing this? Where are we going? What are we doing? And if we're out there protesting and out there doing shit, then that's how you have to do it. I tell people all the time, sometimes they start talking about some shit. They're like, oh, man, we need to do this. We need to. I'm like, where's your fucking sign? Where's your sign? Why aren't you outside protesting? Why aren't you in downtown holding a sign screaming in the streets? Oh, because you don't fucking care enough. You don't really give a shit. This is just you talking shit. This is just you trying to prove a point. Same token. If there's certain values or anything that you have, I do believe in that. And that's maybe where I differentiate from Christians and I differentiate from Americans. I don't condone anybody controlling anybody else's life. I don't con- I don't think long as you're not doing anything to harm anybody else, fuck you. Um I don't I, I don't believe homosexuality is a sin. I don't believe it. I don't. I don't think the love is love and fuck you. So that's where I part ways in a, a lot of the ways of my, you know, that, that I, <coughs> I have arguments for that, too. I mean, that's part of the Old Testament. And there's a reason why it's called the Old fucking Testament. And there's a New Testament. Some shit had to be written up. And there's some things that we don't fucking follow in that and everything else. You know, I don't own a slave and I don't beat him within an inch of his life. So, you know what? We can let gay people get married. All right. Um, so those are those kind of things. And we have to be, and just like I did that right there, we have to do that with what we're affiliated with. I think we also have to be careful with traditions. Traditions are just the illusion of permanence. Uh, uh, to quote Woody Allen, who probably quoted somebody else. Um, and a lot of times we have to go, well, be careful with that. Sometimes we take on those factors from our parents. The, my dad was a hardcore gold card carrying Republican my you know my mom is too you know i come from that kind of background because i've noticed that especially for certain people you know what's really hard is for anybody to go and say we need to give we need to help for people who never were helped and no one gave them anything i.e my dad came here with 50 bucks and a coat from cuba and made his life my mom came here thanks to family and helping her but came here and busted her ass and learned her way and helped my father with a business. And they made a business that lasted and, you know, grew two fat fucking kids and a fat dog. And everybody was fucking happy and got us a very good way of life. And they busted their asses to have that. They had nothing and now they had something. And those people are, like, tend to be like, very staunch Republicans. And then you say, well, don't you care about Latin people? Don't you care about this and blah, blah, blah? But they, again, it comes back to that idea of I had nothing. And I got something. And no one gave me shit. Why the fuck should we give anything to anybody else? You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people, when you talk to them, I met Cambodians that are like that. I met Polish people that are like that. I met uh, Ugandans, uh, Nigerians, different Africans that are like that. That they come from such fucked up places. And then they get here. They start working. They have something. They instantly become Republican. They instantly say, don't fucking, I don't want this shit. I don't want to give anything to anybody about anything and any of that. I don't go that far. I don't, I'm not like that either. I believe 
social management, not socialism, but social management of this country. And then there are things that we have in place for that. But I think there needs to be a better management situation where it needs to like be cut away a lot of old shit and introduce new technologies and control new things to manage those things and make them better. That's a whole other argument for a whole other day. But in that broad stroke, I always say that that there are just those are the people that don't ask for shit and don't want anything. So those who do ask, you better have a goddamn good reason if you're already fucking here. And and that's the thing, man. Everybody is always talking about how unfair it is and everybody's losing. If you're white, you're black, you're anything. Everybody's fucking losing. Nobody's happy. And I want to know who the fuck is winning. And if you look at the stock market and you look at certain bank accounts, you'll see who's winning because they learned how to divide us get together people and i swear man that's all this country needs is for people to be together and united instead of all this partitional bullshit and i say it for the liberal side and i say it for the conservative side fuck off fuck your politics fuck your bullshit fuck you we're american and that's what needs to happen first and foremost and i think if we can do that it'll be pretty awesome and then we can enjoy our barbecue and our beer so yeah, that's my rant for 4th of July. Enjoy, everybody. And uh, uh, talk to you next in the outro. Later. I was thinking of adding other stuff later on to this, but I was like, man, we're already going long with this one. So hopefully you're inspired and waving a flag right now. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm still in traffic. Uh, uh, honking away and all the legs that pass by. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm very hopeful. I, I you know. I believe in, 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 the amazing thing is that when people get together, man, we can do so much shit and it's amazing. And that's what we need to do. And we need to get together and do amazing shit. And so I'm hopeful everything was awesome. And I hopefully parlayed that to you on this set. Anyway, I am stuck in traffic <laughs> still. Uh, hopefully by the time you hear this podcast, I'm not stuck in traffic anymore. Um, next one, uh, I think I'm going to be doing one big review uh, show because there's a bunch of stuff that I've been reviewing and been watching, been reading, and I want to just kind of share it with you guys. So I'm going to put that together for next week and you'll have a nice review show and it'll just be reviews. I'm going to get back to that format and not be, you know, screaming from the mountaintop. I- I'm going to see. I got to mix it up. I got to. It's just it's so hard to sit down and write the podcast. And it's just ah. Anyway, I am posting stuff, as always, on my Instagram at Fuacata, F-W-A-C-A-T-A, and be posting new hidden shit on Patreon. I'm going to be doing some sketchbook videos and a couple other things, hopefully, uh, coming up this weekend. Hopefully, I have to shoot for a Kickstarter that's going to be coming up, too. So we'll be putting all that together, and I would let you know when that hits the air and when people can watch and all this other stuff. Until then, as always, go to Fuacata, F-W-A-C-A-T-A, on Instagram or and or on .com. And uh, anywhere, anywhere you go, just press Fuacata. I'm probably there in somewhere. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back next Wednesday with another podcast. This time, no skip week. And uh, we'll talk soon. 
Laters.